SP12 tips of Christmas. Now, depending on where you live, you might be dashing through the snow to get your run in, or maybe to get out to your garage or shed to ride the trainer. But for me, uh, no real snow to speak of, some cold temperatures. But nonetheless, wintertime is not a time to simply hibernate. And so, with that tip number four, I'm going to be talking about how to make work to rest ratio in your intervals work for you. Now, if you follow the podcast for a long time, you know that uh, I've actually done some research in work to rest ratio. I did a study uh, a while back that I published looking at the Tabata protocol, that, that kind of 20 on, 10 off with the more traditional Wingate protocol where it's 30 seconds all out and then you get four minutes off. Now, these are two ways that you can do interval training, and we do know that you get very different outcomes. Tabata is very cardiovascularly taxing, uh, while Wingate is very neuromuscularly taxing. And in tip number five, I'm going to get more on to that neuromuscular power. But it is very important if you are doing intervals to improve your cardiovascular system aka bo2 max that your work to rest ratios be set correctly now if you don't know where a work to rest ratio is that's basically how much working time duration are you doing in your interval versus how much resting time are you doing in your interval and resting could be literally resting doing nothing could be very very light work uh, which by the way from a you know, research standpoint or a, a you know a physiological standpoint, very very light work is what we consider actually passive recovery. If you're doing more of an active recovery, that's going to be a little bit more intense, and we're not going to get quite into that right now. The bottom line is that if you're trying to improve your VO2 max, how long your interval is is really going to dictate how long your recovery period should be, and so. Uh, there's a lot of ways to tackle VO2 max training and again too much for this particular tip but if you are using short intervals and by short intervals that's a, an interval two minutes or less to focus on VO2 max your uh, recovery interval has to be very short really on the order of uh, a half of what your work interval is now if you're talking about maybe less fit people it might be equal but it can't really be more than equal. So again, two minutes on, two minutes off, one minute on, one minute off. You might be saying, well, you know, what, what's the difference there? Why, why is that? Bottom line is that it takes time, okay? We, we all know about the lag in heart rate, and that's one of the reasons why pe uh, a lot of coaches will say, well, heart rate monitors are no good. It takes too much time for your heart rate to get up. Um, and that may be true, but heart rate and VO2 track very closely. And so... You can imagine that if your heart rate takes two minutes maybe to finally hit the interval number that you want, your VO2 is doing something very similar actually. So 
if you're doing short intervals, uh, there's a workaround for that. And again, your heart rate is a very good indicator. You shorten your recovery period. And what you'll notice is that your heart rate doesn't come down quite to recovery or resting or you know even a, a, a low level and that is very important because that means that your heart rate's going to go back up quicker it's got less distance to cover vo2 works exactly the same way so if you're doing short intervals you've got to shorten that recovery time so that you can get it up so that you can have more time at vo2 max because that is what's going to determine how you or how much you improve your VO2 max is how much time your body is actually at maximal oxygen consumption. Now, if you're doing longer intervals, you can go with a longer recovery. Uh, again, typically one-to-one -one is a good way to go. Uh, so if you're doing a three or four or five-minute interval, you might go as long as five minutes for that longer interval because you have more working time to get up, but I generally find that a one-to-one -one work to rest ratio works really well there, uh, and you'll spend more time at VO2 max just because the interval is longer, so you can track that out a little bit more. Last part of this tip is that if your interval is longer and you're maybe in season, you might not care so much about time at VO2 max, but really working at your power output at VO2 max or your running speed at VO2 max. So you might actually go with a slightly longer rest period. Well, folks, that's it for tip number four. Be on the lookout for tip number five tomorrow. So until then, head on out and do an extra interval on me. Later.